That's the sound of the horn. Welcome to an all-new Clipcast. I'm your host, Chris Wild. Freaking out in the background is Burbank Hank losing his mind, losing my mind. in Burbank. Burbank oh, Hank, everybody. I'm, I'm sorry. Chris I'm Wild. really sorry. I'm, I'm, I apologize. I apologize to the listener. I apologize to my broadcast partner, Chris Kawile. You apologize to Clippers Nation, mister. I apologize to Clippers Nation. I'm flipping out. I'm flipping out. Why is that, Hank? Because the Clippers just made a 30-point swing to go from 18 points down in, I believe, the first quarter, if not the second quarter, to win by, I'm not looking at the final score. I probably should be. I'm too freaked out to look at it. We just whooped it on 30-point swing, beat them by 12. They, they had double our Woo! points. We had 18 and they had 36, the Grizzly Bears. But there's just no end in sight for the fight of this team. And it's next man up. That's two ends in Oh, man. I like that play on words. There. Yeah. I really do. And I like it. I enjoyed it. Woo! Oh, my. I mean, I was watching this game thinking, we really should have done the Clipcast last night. We no, really should have I, like done it last night when no. we had that big Mm-mm. decisive win, and now six players not playing, mm-hmm. uh, four starters out. Talk about who starting, is out, Hank. Starting a brand new uh, player in Yogi, who's Yogi never played. Farrell. Yogi Boogie, Ferrell. Boogie Cousins only just starting his 10-day, second 10-day contract. Sure. He's, he's not even fully signed yet, and playing new a guy. grand total of 10 players total no rondo sure. no uh, reggie jackson no, reggie. no paul george nope. no Kawhi leonard uh-uh. no pat beverly eight straight games out with a with a hurt hand gosh only knows. What, are we, what, what are we at 15 all, games all four, games out 14 serge games Ibaka. for serge Ibaka. literally four out of five starters out you could argue five out of five you could argue five out of five uh no no that's not true because uh batum played because batum played he was our starter before uh Morris, but holy right. wow, I'm flipping out. You got to talk because all I want to do is yell. I'm going to sip sip some bourbon in one hand and a chamomile tea in the other, and I'm going to see which wins. We had 10 players, but to be fair, number 10, Daniel O2, who played one minute. So really, we had nine guys. Nine players, come on. We did not have six guys in double digits, but we did not need it. What a beautiful turnaround. I honestly was never scared for some reason. Either night of these great improbable back-to-back wins, fans, we've only got one more back-to-back left. I promise there are no more back-to-backs after that one remaining back-to-back. This was the penultimate back-to-back. I believe if I remember and do the math correctly, that means we are now 11-1, and one, I believe, on night twos of no. back-to-back. No, this is 12-1. and one. This is 12-1. and 12-1 <laughs> on the Baby. second night of a back-to-back. And by the way... The Memphis Grizzlies, and let's not forget Grizzly Bears. Clippers fans. Eight Mem- seed. Don't forget my T-shirt from all those seasons ago in the Jumbotron. What, what did the T-shirt say? Memphis stinks. So uh, Hank stink. Burbank Hank gets on the Jumbotron, Sure. opens his shirt up to reveal Button a Memphis shirt. stinks T-shirt during a Memphis Clippers <laughs> first-round playoff made it myself. series, and then he took a clothespin out <laughs> and put it over his nose because old, that's how stinky Memphis was. An old-timey clothespin. I put it on my nose, and I believe I did the this stinks waving your hand in front of your nose. I imagine oh, I must have. The gesture. I must have. We and Vinny Del Negro was laughing so much and pointing up the jumbotron. And then I can't remember who it was. Chris Paul, I believe, he said, "Hey, coach, you got to coach us, man. You dumb idiot." Vinny and I believe, Del Negro, and I you believe stink. That, 
And there was a famous quote by Vinny Del Negro when he turned to Chris Paul and said, why would I start now, Chris Paul? <laughs> Vinny Del Negro was the worst. The worst. He oh, man. went two and eight in the playoffs Whoosh. in his last 10 playoff games as coach of the Clippers. Oh, if he you got, came oh. if you came on board during Lob City and as and listen, we have been very vocal about the fact that all Clippers fans are welcome whenever you came on board. You came on yesterday, you came sure. on 30 years ago, you are welcome. Sure. You you like to think Doc mm. Rivers is the most do nothing, no adjustment making coach you've ever sure. seen. Well, you if never you're old saw school, you say Dunleavy. Oh, that, oh, hire Dunleavy, that, man. I love Dunleavy. <laughs> I was yelling fire, Dunleavy. <laughs> oh no, I misunderstood. Uh, but no, but man, Del Negro just did nothing. Vinny Del Negligent. Nothing. These yeah. Clippers, it's official. Ten winning seasons in a row. Before that, they had one winning season in eighteen seasons. Let me say that again. They had one winning year in the previous eighteen years. Now. There's a decade of winning seasons, and that ain't nothing, Clippers Nation. But what's really great is the back-to-back wins. We had nobody. We had six guys out, Rondo, Reggie, and four out of five starters out. Didn't matter. We put the Grizzly Bears in hibernation. They're the eighth seed, and do you know the playoffs? Do you know what this playoff play-in tournament? Do you know the rules? Because I do. No, uh, no. and you texted me and said— because I don't know if you know this, I'm not going to give too many details because I'm sure there's a non-disclosure agreement. But my broadcast partner just booked another Netflix feature film movie starring role. So That's he right. is. We were texting about his availability to keep clip casting, and that was when you mentioned the play-in tournament. And I thought to myself, I really would like to know more. I hope Chris Kowild talks about it on the clipcast. And now here you are yes. talking about it. Yesterday, I got my first vaccination and my fifth Netflix film role. No big deal. It's pretty big, pretty big day for me. And of course, I knew after getting a first vax and a fifth Netflix movie, we're going to get a Clippers W. And we did. It was a great win, by the way. And Scott Bananas Foster, who is just pull your hair out, chew on your fingernails, spit at the wife. What? Your chewed up fingernails, huh? Spit them in the trash. Anyway, <laughs> Scott trash. Bananas Foster was giving us nothing, giving us nothing, calling crap fouls, calling nothing. Paul George is getting mauled, and wouldn't you know it, the last play of the game, well, penultimate play of the game, but the winning play of the game, Paul George drives the lane. It's not the most aggressive foul on C.J. McCollum, let's say, and Scott Bananas Foster karmically blows his whistle, sends Paul George to the line for the win. It was beautiful. And then tonight's win with Avengers Assemble, we're going to get into in a second. But real quick, I want to talk to you about the playoffs. It's Yeah, I want to hear about it. Tell me, tell me. We've only got, I believe, 11 games left now. 11 games left. I believe four are home. So do the math. I think that's seven road games, four home games, 11 games left. So here's the deal. If you're one through six, you're going to the playoffs. No monkey business. Don't worry about it. No silly stuff. One is one. Two is two. Three is three. Four is four. Five is five. Six is six. You got it? You with me? So far, yes. Now, seven plays eight. I'm lost. Oh, come on. (laughs) So seven plays eight. Hear me say this. Seven plays eight in a one-game playoff. Nine plays 10 in a one-game playoff. The winner of seven versus eight is your seven seed. Whoever loses, so that's right now Dallas or the Grizzly Bears. 
the Maverick Horses or the Grizzly Bears are 7-8 and eight right now, and it probably will be that. They play a one-game playoff. Winner automatically is 7-seed. Loser plays the winner of the Spurs Warriors 9-10 one-game playoff. Oh, my gosh. That's fun. So a 9 or a 10 seed has to win twice to make it to play the Utah Jazz. Or maybe Phoenix. Or maybe Clippers. Unlikely. But the 9 or 10 seed has to win twice to be the 8 seed. The 7 or 8 seed only has to win once to be the 7 or 8 seed. If that makes any sense to you. Yes, it makes perfect sense. But it's only making sense to me because I'm looking at the standings. Right. and And actually, quite literally putting my finger on each team on my laptop yes. while you're talking about seven it. plays fun. eight this winner is... advances as the seven seed. You know why that's loser fun? of that plays the winner of nine versus 10 for the eight seed. You know, that's very cool. Now the that, beauty you know of that, why... Hank, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I keep it. The beauty of that is more rest for these banged up Clippers. A lot of these guys, by the way, rested Reggie Jackson, Rajon Rondo, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. All four of those guys could have played tonight. Kawhi, they're being precautionary. It's foot soreness. Kawhi wants to play. The team is shutting him down, saying, no, 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 no. We don't, we don't need you. We're still winning. Rest. Superstar, rest. Paul George rested because it was back-to-back. Reggie Jackson rested because it was back-to-back with Sean Rondo. Rested because it was a back-to-back. Uh, what's really fun about this play-in tournament, and I did not understand all those rules. I, I, I really didn't. It's really fun. The reason why it's fun is because we are not seventh or eighth. That's right. a, it's or ninth a bit or tenth. Of a, it's a bit of a well. If you're ninth or tenth, you're excited to get a chance to get into the playoffs. If you're seventh or eighth, and you only get to play two games, that's a bit of a bummer. That's a bit of a bummer for those. It's a teams. real head scratcher. If I could go back in time and tell us six years ago, the Spurs and the Warriors will be the ninth and tenth seed and play for a chance to get into the playoffs as yeah. the eighth seed, you'd be wow. like, what? Never. Huh? None never. of that. What? None of what you said makes sense. No, I never would have believed it. <laughs> The seeding, the any of it. Anyway, I, so it looks like it's going to be Spurs Warriors, and it's going to be great. It looks like it's going to be Mavericks Memphis, and that's going to be great. It's just going to be great because we don't have to do it. We're going to sit pretty. We look really, really comfortable in that three seed. We're the hottest team since the All Star break. We could maybe, maybe move up, Hank. Maybe, maybe, maybe. What we're something like a game and a half behind Phoenix. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a winning. lot of there's a lot of head scratchers right now in the standings of both conferences. I wouldn't have believed this time last year that Miami Heat would be in seventh. Uh, and now, and by the way, that last season would have been just fine going into the postseason. But now I'm learning that you, you could literally get eliminated right out. You could yes. get eliminated right out in two games. That's crazy. You could be the seventh seed and lose two games and be out of the playoffs. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Nutty. Wow. Well, we we let Memphis have it. It was a statement win. They played 15 players. We played basically nine players. That's right. One, two of our players are are brand new players. One of them, literally, this was his debut uh, and didn't know a single play. That's right. He knew to give it to Boogie and Boogie Cousins. <laughs> you love him. Oh, I love Got him. Elbowed and knocked out back to the locker room. I was scared at that moment. I was yeah, scared. Yeah, I was worried lie, too, was but he took three charges in the game. Oh, it's beautiful. He took beautiful. three charges. Holy cow. Boogie Cousins is looking so incredible for us this season already in such a short order amount of time. You know, six points, but 10 rebounds. He's the, he is Ugh. our leading rebounder of the game. 
Um, and only the second rebounder, one one player on the other team had 12 rebounds. We only had four guys in double digits, but it was a team. Needed. It was a team effort, without a doubt. Luke Kennard, season high, buddy. Season high for Luke Kennard. It was already a season high at 25 points. He drained one more three. Oh, so good. Crazy. There were definitely were some questions. I was excited to get to watch Ja Morant. Um, you know, yes, yes. We got we got Floater. kids. Oh, John we got Moran kids and families floaters. and careers, so we don't sit around watching teams that are not the Clippers. Uh, so, I was a single bachelor, not watching any team other than the Clippers <laughs> for decades. Fair, fair. I just fair. don't like the other teams. But holy cow, we had that superstar lineup that included Marcus Morris Sr., Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard, Coffee, Zubots, and Zoo played great too. He really oh, yeah, did. Everybody was great. It was such a great team effort. They never got deterred. They never mentally checked out down don't by half turd. of the don't, points. Don't say turd. The big stinky turd in the first quarter. <laughs> what boy was it? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I just said, you know, I just think this team's going to do it. And then at the half, we chipped away, got it within single digits. And then we're up at the end of the third quarter. We certainly outplayed him in the second, third, and fourth quarter. Got the W in front of 3,000 fans. That's 6,000 fans that got to go to Staples Center for two Ws. We've won 10 out of 11. Like I said, we're the hottest team since the All-Star break. So remember... A couple of clip casts ago, Hank, I broke it down into three acts worth of seasons of games because there's 72, 72 games in this truncated seasons. Uh-huh. And that just happens to mathematically work perfectly into three acts of a season as well as four quarters of a season. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Okay. What I took away was how remarkably consistent this team has been in each quarter of this season or each act in the three-act play of this season. I'm going to tell you the numbers right now. I'm not going to it's not a guessing game because it's just too damn obscure. If you break it down to four quarters, there's a quarter of 18 games, okay? 18 games makes up a quarter for a season. We've got four quarters of 18 games to get to 72 games. In the first quarter, we were 13 and 5. Then in the second quarter of the season, we were 11 and 7, just two games off. Right in the middle for the third quarter at 12 and 6. And right now in the fourth quarter, we're sitting pretty at 6 and 1, which Dang. is real nice. Real oh, nice. I like it and not and not full strength at all. I think a lot of that can you can attest a lot of that can be attributed to this team not getting down and staying down. You That's know, right. there, I found a I found it very interesting that early on in the game, the the Grizzlies were six of seven from three, and the Clippers were one of four from three. Ooh. And Ooh, by that's the not like and, us. And no, it's not. But we kept shooting, and by the end of the game, they had gone thirteen of thirty for forty three percent, and we mm. had got fourteen of twenty seven for almost 52% from three. And that was wow. directly behind Marcus Morris, four of six, and Luke Kennard, six of seven. And Ooh. frankly, and frankly, Amir Coffey can get really hot behind the three, and he missed all three of his, or it could have been even far more deadly. But holy wow, we, we just didn't give up. We just didn't no, give up. Didn't. I really sat there thinking... I wonder if I could. If there's anything I could do around the house while I'm sitting here and listening to this <laughs> loss. But I thought, you know, it's not. It's not. We have all these games on the road. It's tricky. I got small kids, so it's tricky to watch these four o'clock in the afternoon games. I thought I got a night off. I'm gonna sit here and watch this game, and boy, was I treated to a huge Clippers comeback! Oh, wow, absolutely. thirty point swing, Clippers Nation. Wow. Mm. 
This this is no 4 p.m. game. I don't know what you're smoking. It's not quite 4:20, Hank. But the game started at 7 p.m. I don't. No, think no. You're... I'm saying these four. I haven't watched a lot of games lately because we went on that road trip. They were all four oh, o'clock games. Oh, my bad, my bad. Yes. So yes, I don't yes, get to watch right. them, or I can watch them at nine o'clock at night. So I leave my phone off, and or seven o'clock at night when my kids go to bed. But this was like, sure. oh, I really get to sit here and watch. And what we really get are and enjoy are, tonight's W. My oh God. boy, what a W! And we're really getting to see Terrence Mann come into his own this season. Man, he, oh, he's I mean, the guy. He's he, the guy. He's the guy. Shot. He put up 16 shots. He put up more shots than any other player than except Kennard, who also put up 16 shots, and Morris, who put up 19. I mean, he he went. I mean, come on. No, and he, and he hit all his free throws. P.S. 19 points on the game. Seven oh, assists. Terrence Mann was perfect from the charity stripe. He was Go perfect. On. He Go was perfect. On, Six rebounds, seven assists, nineteen points. Ooh, Just a that's great nasty. line for Terrence Mann. Great. That's nasty. I got a buddy who went to FSU, and he but he does not have uh, the Fox Sports Bally Prime Ticket Go app extravaganza, and so I always text him when Mann is doing great, and right. I, he stopped replying at one point to my texts. Oh, because he's Terrence Mann, so seven much. assists, like you said, also seven assists. How about 20 minutes for new guy, Yogi Will Ferrell? 8.7 assists in 20 minutes. He looked great out there. He looked great. He was plus 15 on the game. He went three of three also from the stripe. Uh, one of three from three, not bad for the new guy. He came in strong, literally had never worn a Clippers jersey in a game. Literally. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, Clippers on. by a dirty dozen versus Memphis Grizzlies. I'm going back to my three-act challenge. Remember oh, yeah. a couple of clip casts ago, I predicted the Clippers would go 16-8. and eight. You predicted they would go, I believe it was 24-0. and 0. <laughs> But in Act 1 of the season, they went 17-7. and 7. In Act 2, they went 15-9. and nine. So I thought, oh, they'll probably land right in the middle at 16-8. and eight. But right now, 13 games into the third act, they are 10-3. and three. And I think I was way off at 16-8 and eight because there is no way they finish out these 11 games 6-5. and five. I mean, there's a very real chance that I'm not going to say we're going to definitely win out of the season. But when I look at the schedule, I see that last back-to-back of the season – on May 13th and May 14th. So we've got three of our our last games are at Hornets, at Rockets, at Thunder. And the Rockets and the Thunder are absolute dog crap. They are playing horribly. They're literally playing to lose to get lottery picks. But Chris, that picks. can't be true. That can't be true because the Clippers made such a huge mistake giving up Shea Gilgis-Alexander <laughs> for Paul George. I love those are the two teams that Chris Paul went to is the Rockets and the Thunder and they're literally in the basement oh, he left them of the in Western sh- He left Conference. them in shambles, but it just shows how great he is. But you that know? last back-to-back at Hornets, at Houston Rockets, okay, there is like we are most likely going to be locked in at whatever our seating is, and I'm here to tell you it's probably going to be the three. So we're going to again play the Avengers like we did tonight. We're, we're going to rest everybody. It's going to be a starting five of Yogi Ferrell and Demarcus Cousins and Pat Patterson and Oturu and Ty Lu. You know, like we don't know what it's going to be, but no one's going to be active during those games. So I don't know that we go 11 and 0, but the way this team is playing winning 10 of 11 and we've got 11 left. Obviously if we keep up at that clip, we might actually be the one or two seed. But even if this team goes 7 and 4, 
eight and three, certainly we are in such good position. There's a wonderful cushion that is between three and four. And I don't want to be 4-5. I just don't. We're perfect. We swept the Portland Trailblazers with 3-0 versus the Trailblazers, and that is likely a first-round playoff preview that we saw last night. And I just love us versus those Blazers. Yeah, what I love about us versus the Blazers is that their greatest weapon is high-volume shooting and clutch shots from Dame Lillard. And I feel like we... This incarnation of the Clippers is not afraid to keep shooting and to shoot at high volume, and we also make at high volume. So yes, I'm, and defensively, I'm not scared of them. I'm not scared we, of them. Defensively, we've been excellent dame stoppers. We've been excellent oh, yeah. dame stoppers. Oh, and, yeah. And that's traditionally not just this season. That dates back to the bubble. That dates back a couple of seasons. I mean, there, you know, looking still at the end of the schedule, it, it we— we do go on the road for a chunk there, right? Right here, we're about to go on a little road stretch here. Houston, right. New Orleans, Phoenix. I don't. Yep. I I think we we beat Houston and New Orleans, but don't care about them. But then we we do then play Phoenix. We play Denver. We play oh, yeah. the we play the Lakers. We, we play Toronto also twice. Um, but we play some teams here in the West that we Knicks are, going, are hot. They've won eight in a row, I believe. But we're going to want to beat these teams in the West. We're going to want to beat Phoenix. We're going to want to beat Denver. We're going to want to beat the L word because we we need to have statement wins against them. We want to go into the playoffs feeling good about these teams we could match up against. But in those last four games, that last four game road stretch where it's Toronto, Charlotte, and Houston is the back-to-back, and then we finish on Oklahoma City. It should be interesting to see if we have a a spot locked in, do we play guys? Probably not. No. Do we rest guys? And also, what's nice is— Do guys go on the road trip even? Ooh, maybe not, Because literally, buddy— Or maybe get flown home early. Maybe. Although it's such good team chemistry bonding for them to be there on the bench. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They'll probably go. But it's four games in six days. And you go from Toronto to Charlotte to Houston to Oklahoma City. It's a big Mm. trip. Oh, yeah. Rest. They're definitely resting guys. 100% we're resting guys. Yeah. Well, it's been great in this stretch where we've won 10 out of 11 is, yes, Paul George is the current best player in the NBA. And – when I tweeted that out, I said, Paul George is currently the best player in the NBA at me because I wanted to get into it with people. Yeah, and sure. the only other player people could say currently was better than Paul George, active, was Steph Curry. And my retort to them was, yes, it's been really fun watching Steph Curry somehow lead this team to a 500 record and that coveted <laughs> nine seed GTF out of here, bro. Yeah, he's a great scorer. He's a prolific scorer, but he is not the most valuable player. He might be the most valuable scorer, but Paul George is the most valuable player right now. He's the best all-around player on both sides, defense, offense, but he's doing more than just putting up numbers. Steph Curry's putting up numbers. That's all he's doing. Paul George is putting up numbers, getting stops, getting steals, assists, dimes. I mean, multiple double-doubles in this stretch. Obviously, he's getting over 30 when he's needed because we're blowing teams out. I'm not really concerned. I saw some stat, and I want to talk to you about it. Clutch minutes for the Clippers. Oh, are they problematic in the clutch? Obviously, we saw them in the clutch last night beat Portland, but we just are so good. We haven't been in the clutch that much, Hank. Yeah, I mean, also, just as a very quick side note, um, 
The Warriors are actually sub 500 because they lost to the Wizards. Oh, God. <laughs> they got whizzed on by Washington. They <laughs> whizzed on. So anyway, what were you saying? I was too distracted. Uh, I was too distracted <laughs> the by them being, by the Steph fact that they're is sub 500. So great that it, he's on a losing basketball It makes me so team. happy. And do you know why it makes me, you know why it makes me so happy? Oh, because I'm so, ju- no, they are not. The Golden yes, State Warriors, no, the real true fans have been around as long as Clippers fans no, are. You're right. You're it's, right. Be- it's because, it's because I'm jealous. It's because they're so good. They were so dominant for such a. It, it, I'm sure it's the same way that old school Knicks fans feel about the Bulls, because they took away every shot they could have had for Patrick Ewing to get a ring and for them to ever be any good. But I just am jealous of them. So well, I love that they're terrible. We have seen as you know twenty years worth of home games. We've seen Sacramento always have a presence, no matter if they're good or bad. And the same thing for Oakland, nay San Francisco. So. We have seen the Warriors fans show up, and obviously the L Word fans, whether they're good or bad. So California has loyal fans, including, of course, Clippers Nation, best-looking fans in all the sports. NASA did a study where they did a DNA sample of all the fanatics of all the sports teams, and scientifically proven Clippers are the best-looking. That's why we leave the house lights on so we can look at each other, (laughs) wink at each other, pick each other up like a honey the honey bumble. Oh, sure. What's the app? I, sure, I sure, sure. I don't know what it does, but I assume you are describing it accurately. Honey bumble and clipper tinder. Pick each other up, Clippers Nation. We're great looking. <laughs> Terrence Mann will pick this team up and carry him on his broad young oh shoulders. Oh my gosh, he's so great. I'm such a he's big great. fan. I'm of so- man. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. I like us in this next stretch. I like how we're looking. I still have... Um, I feel like I could use a big medical update on the team. <laughs> sure. I, I, well, I, yeah, we don't know. I mean, Serge Ibaka has a hurt back. We just don't know anything about it. And then, of course, we know Patrick Beverly broke his hand and is going to be out three weeks to be reevaluated, maybe four. But we're going to have him in the playoffs. And I, my gut is telling me we have Serge. Kawhi wants to play. The team shut him down. So I guess that's 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 all the guys, right, that you're kind of questioning about their injuries? Yeah, I mean, I'm curious about Rajon Rondo, but I do I do believe um, That's just that, a back-to-back thing, right? That's just yeah, low management. Yeah, it's just a back-to-back thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Meh. Yeah. Meh. I'm, I'm purvis. Meh. I'm a little purvis about the injuries. Um, sure, but, I mean, who isn't you know. in this crazy season? Yeah, I suppose. I suppose oh, I didn't so. like when we played Portland last night that I'll be right. I'll just be honest with you. I'm mad at Brian Seaman. I'm just hot under the collar, and I'm just mad at my Clipper man crush, Brian Seaman, Hank. Why are you mad at Brian Seaman? I am steaming at Brian Seaman because what? he went and mentioned that Clippers Blazers playoffs, where we were heavily favored to get out of the West in round one. We were up two to zero, I believe, and then within 120 of the worst seconds in Clipper Nation. Blake Griffin and Chris Paul are both out for the playoffs. And I just don't want to mention it, Hank. I, I hate the rear view. Why are we looking in the rear view? There's nothing to see. I, I don't know. It's not me doing it, so don't yell at me. I'm mad at you and Seaman, the oh, both of you. Lord. Well, listen, I'm mad the, at the both of you. The good thing about, about Pat, there isn't a good thing about Pat Beverly, but the good thing is that I believe. There's only great things about I, Pat Beverly. I believe he's right-handed. If I remember correctly, and it's his left hand that's injured, so it per- perhaps it's not his shooting hand. It's not his dominant hand. Now I feel like I need to look that up to confirm it, but I feel my understanding was that it is not his dominant hand that is injured. 
but you know, Pat Beverly, if he's not 100%, they can put him on the court and he's going to hurt himself again. That, but but where we are right now is everybody's got to play. Everybody's got to play, and it's a hand injury. It's not all like, I can it's see not is like it's Pat a Beverly suffered it's not like a it's, fracture. It's not like it's James Harden and Kevin Durant for the Nets who are starting to look real uh, perpetually injured. You, oh, you yeah, know that Harden Glass Joe's. Yeah, it was it Harden or Durant today that they said he's basically back to square one. Ooh, brutal. I know, not my problem. I'm, that's I'm reading my Patrick team. Beverly suffered a fracture of the fourth metacarpal bone in his left, left hand, hand yeah. after a rebound in the fourth quarter against the Phoenix Suns on Thursday. But they're not telling me if he's lefty or righty, and I just simply don't know. I, I looked up know. Patrick Beverly, lefty or righty. I can re- look up Patrick Beverly, dominant hand. I, is, you know, let me, you know, let me just go just right to the source and go to dominanthand.com. You got to go to dominanthand.com. Is it dominanthand.com? Or, .org. Or is it, well, I thought it was government run. It's dominanthand.gov. <laughs> you got to know which hand is dominant and the government wants you to know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing a picture right now of him shooting with his okay. right hand. With his right oh, there hand. There you a, go. There like, you go, So Hank. that's my guess. That's my guess that that's how you know, right? I don't even know. Absolutely. I mean, why would he shoot with his... Okay, so you've got your dominant hand and then your less dominant hand. Yeah, or is but you're, it an I think inferior you, hand. You only use your inferior hand when you no, I think are it's called dummy hand. It up. You lay up using your off hand. I don't think you'd ever stand back and shoot that way, just for fun. Oh, here we go. I went to dominanthand.gov <laughs> and I found out that Patrick Tiberius Beverly is indeed a righty. <sighs> I'm just. I just. I, and I, I, lo- I, I stake my reputation on this. Okay. Okay. It's a 50-50 shot, Hank. I mean, we're, we're, it should be – here's what will be interesting because we know for a fact – Finally. We know <laughs> – it's not like your text thread last night. You bored me to tears. Oh, fans. Okay, Clippers Nation, a real quick audible here. Last night I had my first – vaccine and it's just like mildly loopy but mostly just arm soreness and giddiness that i'm finally vaccinated and this nightmare can finally start to end and i just was happy to text my broadcast partner and my best friend burbank hank and i just ran out of gas in that text thread and i was like hey you know (laughs) hey did you know that we're thinking about uh uh, changing the color in the living room from coffee oh it was boring you started talking to me like (laughs) i got the shot in my right arm because i'm left-handed but i throw right-handed but i shoot left-handed but but whenever i but when all my sexy foot play i use with my left foot but i kick with my right foot like you just kept going back and literally the the whole thing was about your dominant arm and i think i just texted you this is the most boring text thread ever and we've been texting we with each other since cell phones since were invented texting since the birth of texting this is the worst text this was the I've worst ever moment gotten. of all <laughs> this is the worst moment of my life and i walked in on my uncle masturbating his dog uh... <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry not sorry. you're not my uncle and that wasn't a dog <laughs> oh, oh, it's no, getting a little that, blue wow. now. It's getting a little blue now. Yeah, it got Come real on. blue. And what you walked in on was not an uncle doing anything. No, it dog. wasn't. All but right, I so... did walk in, and it wasn't great. But there was a style. It was maybe not... <laughs> that was dog induced. All right, okay, okay, okay. 
Okay, we're changing. Well, the we've subject. won two in a row. We're okay? not a result. We've won two games in twenty-four sure, hours. Yeah, that's what fans. we want to talk about. That's and what we were we down by all the points. We were down by eighteen points. It really looked like. I mean, look to the untrained eye. It looked like, wow, Clippers are just going to eat it tonight because they're down six of their studs. But I swear to God, Hank, I ne- I just never doubted. Somebody tweeted out, maybe it was Toast Malone, but he was like, ah, the, uh, the tonight's the AC Clippers, the Agua Caliente Clippers giveaway night. Like he was making a joke like it's all like the G League team in there for the Clippers. And I texted him. I was like, we still win this. And and we were down by double digits when I said that. I'm like, we still win. I truly believe that we would win tonight. And I also truly believe that we would win last night. We were down five or something pretty late, six, really late. And I just said to my son watching the game, we really only need to get two stops. That's all we need to do. And we got the stops and we got the win. I mean, it's been awesome, Clippers Nation. Oh, it's so awesome. It really, this is going to be the fun thing. And I should say interesting thing. This is what I was going to say. What should be interesting, you said finally. Uh, <laughs> what should be yes, interesting will ago. be how many players are rested over the next 10 games, 11 games. Right. And right. and do we continue to rack up these wins against playoff teams and winning teams and on the road? Uh, that's what's going to be really fascinating to me. I'm also really curious to see when it's not a back-to-back, how many of these injuries just evaporate. Just evaporate. Right. You know, but because I, I suppose you can't just say n- did not play because he played last night. And I would like right. to just say again, not that anybody from the league office listens to our uh, Disagree. podcast, but if Disagree. you did, can you please just cut it out with the back to backs? Can't you see that our that our league is riddled with injuries? It's affecting Ugh. the product and there is not a reason for back to back. Show me back to back nights. A team visiting. Uh, show me when the show Knicks, me the profit margin. Sh- show show me, me the profit margin. Show me a team traveling across the country and playing two back-to-back games in the same city. I get it. You you you, you want to do a season series? You want to have Golden State come down and play the Clippers back-to-back in the Clippers Arena? Fine, but you just can't. I just don't get why you need a back-to-back between New York and Charlotte. Like, why do you have to have that? Literally, literally. Like, like you're gonna we're gonna go to New York Knicks and then we're gonna go play the play the Charlotte Hornets. Like, please explain to me why we have to do that. And it's just how many money. fans just have great. to absolutely be steamed when they go see their favorite team play and their favorite players are resting because of your stupid money grab back to back nonsense. Oh my gosh, that's an even better point. My point was more that it's affecting the product because players are getting injured. The even better point is, as a result of it, you are guaranteed to not see your favorite player play if it's a part of a back-to-back. And everybody really clowned Kawhi last year, but his health is getting stronger and stronger, and we have got some serious stars, including LeBron James, who very vocally dragged Kawhi with his little comments about, I won't load manage. Well, he sure did miss a bunch of games. And the oh, Lakers yeah. sure did slip down because he oh, yeah. because he wouldn't load manage. Like it's it's their responsibility to take care of their careers. That's their responsibility because the league won't do it. And I still feel very strongly that if you're looking at a at ten back to backs in a season, I don't think it's that many, is it? No, it is. It must be they're eleven and one. If I you're mean, looking at were, thirteen yeah. freaking back to backs, then don't yeah. go back up to eighty two games. Stay at seventy two games and have one back to back 
Or how I mean, about I think none. you told me they're 12 and 1 now, so that means they're 14 back to back. So they'll have 14 back to back. So in a in a truncated get season. Get out hey. of here, man. So take it to How about 70 games? Like sure. we, I'll tell you no, this. Seven, I, I love no seventy two is perfect. It mathematically nice. works out it's perfect. Nice. But how about two or three back to backs? And how about really spread? How about them out? no back to backs? No, 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 no. Just don't 72 have games. Seventy two games that do from all this? October. Seventy two games from October to April. You just don't need back to backs if, if, if you, you take out ten games. If you have season tickets, mm. you know darn well that if you go to all the games, games is a lot. When you get to thirty five games, you're like woof. Man, I right. don't know. I, I, like and we, in a 72-game season, you get 36 home games. It's still, plenty. it's a lot of games for the fans to see. And I know it's all about the almighty dollar. Please understand that I know that. But holy wow, it isn't about the almighty dollar when you're you're looking at teams quite literally losing their best players. Absolutely. wear and tear. So I don't know. I'll get off my soapbox. Although I got some soap. You want to buy it? Yeah, please. Is it coming out of the box, box you're standing yeah, on? Yeah, I got a whole box of it. Let me get off this box. Oh, great. Box. <laughs> Sweet. Can I, Can you also throw in the box? Because I know your feet have been on it. I'm a no, foot No, no, that's my soapbox. <laughs> Fair enough. That's my sweet, sweet soapbox. <laughs> you know, Clippers Nation, I know you love Los Angeles basketball, but I just like to talk about how colossally effed the L word are. My God. A five seed? How embarrassing, quote unquote, Mickey well, Mouse they got champs. You they guys got AD are back. screwed. They got AD, AD back now. Whatever. So. Let's see what happens in limited minute restriction nonsense. They're going to limp into the playoffs and be full strength and current sitting Mickey Mouse champions, and they are going to be poof, gone in the first round. Denver Nuggets is going to take them in, I don't know, five. Oh, you're, cr- Denver dude, you're Nuggets crazy, Denver Nuggets is taking man. them. Denver Nuggets is winning that first you're round. You're crazy. You're Denver crazy. Denver Nuggets, karma's a B, bro. It's a real playoff series. Nuggets will be rested. Oh, my gosh. I, I will I, bet you a six-pack of your sweet, sweet rolling rock against a six-pack of any IPA beer that you are incorrect. Done. Done. I take the Nuggets. Oh, it's our first I, I'm not gonna call bet. It, it's our I'm not going to call it. Bet. Uh, the Nuggets will win that first. Oh, round I'm not. I'm not going to hold. I'm not going to hold you to the the record. I'm just Six saying games. straight up, the Lakers are going to win. Oh my gosh, this is going to be fun. We've never bet anything ever. Have yeah, we man. ever bet ever? Just that we had that jersey personalized jersey, jersey bet. bet. That was more of a our challenge. Second or third season is season ticket holders. Third, where we said whoever goes to the most home games, the other play, the other has to buy them an authentic jersey. And we went to the exact same amount, and we bought ourselves authentic. We bought each other authentic jerseys. That's right. This is our first bet. That was a challenge. This is our first bet. I bet you you're wrong. Ooh, fun. Oh, Denver Nuggets are taking it. The L word is colossally effed. Never in the NBA history has a five seed won the championship. Get the hell out of here. They're not even going to get out of the first round. They're a bunch of bums. Well, that's Meanwhile, your Los Angeles Clippers oh, looking hot. great hot. coming in. Hottest team since the All-Star break. I love these Los Angeles Clippers. You know, as the Buffalo Braves, they went to the playoffs three times in the 70s, okay? The Clippers never went to the playoffs in the 80s. The Clippers went to the playoffs in the 90s three times. In the 2000s, in that weird decade of aughts, if you will, they finally won their first playoff series as Clippers in 2006, but that's the only year in that decade that they went to the playoffs. Like I said earlier, 17 of 18 losing seasons before these past 10 seasons where now they've gotten into the playoffs nine out of 10 times. My point, this is not yo daddy's clips. 
This is a different Clipper Nation, Clippers Nation. We are winners. We've got two-time NBA champions Rajon Rondo as the quarterback and Kawhi Leonard as the star running back, wide receiver, and top defender. We are first-team all-defense. We are all-stars. I'm talking about Patrick Beverly, first-team all-defense. I'm talking about Serge Ibaka. I'm talking about Kawhi Leonard. I'm talking about Paul George. We are all-stars, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, DeMarcus Cousins, Rajon Rondo. We are the real deal. We're the deepest team on paper in the league. I'm telling you, Utah Jazz is starting to come kind of down to planet Earth. Phoenix Suns, we know they're going to run out of gas. We know Chris Paul, what he's going to do in the playoffs. I'm not going to jinx him, but we all know what's going to happen. This is our year. And it's exciting. And Burbank, Hank, this is your third season as my broadcast partner here on Clipcast, the longest-running Clippers podcast. And no, it's our... no, is it? No, it's our second. It's my second. No, it's our third, buddy. Oh my gosh, time flies when you're having literally the time of your life. Oh no, you're absolutely friend. right. It's because that stupid COVID three-month hiatus. Yeah, because you came over with. I, I once we got Kawhi Leonard, I said, "Jag, you're fired. I need the real deal." <laughs> Burbank, Hank. Uh, yeah. I said Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, the ultimate duo. Well, we need the guys. Chris yeah, Wild, I mean, sure. Chris Co-Wild. Sure. Also, he Burbank got. He, also, he, him and his wife got pregnant with twins, and he knew he couldn't <laughs> keep it going. He also, he also had to start his own Clippers podcast, and they went an entire two episodes. So that, oh, I mean, and you really on. should now, give those a listen. I, I will not kick dust onto the Jaguar. You know I love him. You know I love him. It's <laughs> great. It's great. I do love him as well, Hank. But I'm just glad he's gone. I'm glad you're here. So Clippers. We are 11 games away from playoffs in that cool playoff series. Let's talk about that playoff series just a little bit, Hank. Spurs versus Warriors. Yeah. I mean, who do you? I mean, who do you love in that? I mean, obviously we like Pop and we hate the stupid Warriors. Obviously, I, mean, I would guess you're going to take Oakland, but you tell me, who do you like in that one game playoff? Yeah, you know, it's easy to go nostalgic, although whatever the opposite of the good positive vibes that nostalgia, the word nostalgia carries with it. Um, gosh, I, I, boy, that's a head scratcher. That's a head scratcher. The the Warriors are a little hotter right now. They're six and four in their last ten, whereas the Spurs are four and six. Um, you know, so they are a little hotter. Uh, there's no doubt that Steph Curry is incredible, and in playoff time, I'm gonna go. Sure. I'm gonna go. Let me let me make a quick detour here. In a group Please. of friends of mine who are big football fans, which I am not. I was right. raised a Dallas Cowboys fan. That's my team. I also love the Rams because I live in Los LA Angeles. LA Rams season ticket holder. I uh, was an LA Rams season ticket holder for several seasons. Uh, but I made a big mistake this year because we did a bet going through the playoffs. And I would have won the entire football pool if it weren't for the fact that both rounds of the playoffs in which he played, I bet against Brady. I bet against mm. Tampa Bay. And both times I said to my group when we were making the picks – I feel like I'm making a huge mistake here betting against the GOAT. And so mm. I will not do that. And I will tell you that my pick of the t- of this 9 and 10 to make it into the 8 seed, eight seed is the Golden State Warriors. I believe that the Golden State Warriors will beat the Spurs. And then I believe that they will beat whichever team loses the 7 and 8. And the Golden State Warriors will be the 8 seed. And I believe that they will face the Utah Jazz. And I- lose. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> oh, this is no Cinderella story. They just will get their chance to lose on the greatest stage. <laughs> now, are you saying that because you're a former Utah Jazz season ticket holder, and that is a hundred percent true? 
That is 100% true. I went to a Utah Jazz game while shooting a commercial in Utah. You were the one who told me, dude, you, you're wrapped at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Go to a game. I went over to the stadium. I bought a $10 ticket and a $5 T-shirt. T-shirt. <laughs> and then when I saw the Jumbotron camera, I knew what to do. I was a dyed-in-the-wool Jumbotron celebrity from the Clippers. <laughs> Jumped on the Jumbotron. They were filming me, and they, they cut away, but I could tell they were still filming me, so I kept making a jackass of myself. I like sure. you do. certified jackass. On the Jumbotron. And, and you danced. You on the, danced like a damn Oh, fool. I danced. I danced. The third time, and the, the crowd went crazy. And the sure. third time, they cut away, and I they, they were flashing the word winner on the screen. And I was like, oh, oh that's cute. Won. That's cute. They're calling me a winner. I don't know what that's supposed right. to mean. And I sat down, and the guy next to me leans over and says, hey, man, they're telling you you need to come down to the court. And they brought me this down to the court. fan appreciation night. And I guess it was fan appreciation night. Yep. And I won Utah Jazz season tickets for the season. But this was pre-StubHub. And we were idiots. And so we no, no, were... No, we no, were, no, no, no. You no, went no, to no, a no, game. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. We were stop, idiots. Stop, stop. I don't want to take this to a dark place. That's a great story. Because you were the Utah Jazz fan of the night. You <laughs> paid $15 for Utah Jazz <laughs> season tickets. my shirt. Which I and think one I could argue, I eventually used that T-shirt to clean my car or a toilet. I can't remember. Oh, it turned into a chamois. It turned into a jazz chamois. One could argue that the fifteen dollars you spent for Utah Jazz season tickets was fourteen ninety five overpriced. Oh wow! Take that. A Shots nickel. fired, Zen dog, or whatever your nickel. name is. Z dog. Whatever. Happy belated birthday, Z dog. I don't care. Oh, you follow him enough? It's his birthday. Uh, so you went. Z dog to... and my wife have the same birthday. Don't make me choose. Ew. Uh, you went. Don't what? You you went to choose. Sundance one year, and so you went to one game. But we were only looking yes. at the Clippers games. And given hindsight, we should have really gone. Wish, we should have gone on a back to one of those beautiful NBA back to back stayed in Utah. I love Salt Lake. <laughs> money grab. Utah money grab. I love Salt Lake City. We should have gone and seen a couple of games and rooted for the well, Jazz. Well, we should have certainly flown in or driven in and seen the Jazz Clippers. No, we you know tried. No, times. we tried. We tried. I remember that. We tried more than both times we tried to schedule no. it. And both times we were working on TV shows and commercials and movies. I remember specifically each time we'd book being like, ah, we keep booking these darn acting jobs like jerks. Well, I certainly wasn't booking Netflix movies back then because Netflix was no Netflix. envelopes of DVDs. <laughs> well, you sure. probably could have rented um, Cowboy Space Cowboys or whatever it is on DVD. Space Cowboys, right? Yeah, I think that was the year I did win the Blockbuster Movie Award, though, for Best Guy Who Puked on Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that this is Clipcast, the longest-running Clippers podcast, hosted by former Clippers season ticket holders and a Utah Jazz season ticket holder. <laughs> and now they're credentialed Clippers media members. And my lord, best I, think I have been now for seven, eight seasons. Anyway... I love that story about you in Utah, how for $15 you were the Utah Jazz fan of the fan night of the on night. fan appreciation It was the first night, first year they did not make the playoffs in like 18 seasons. It was the first year right. they did not have Malone because he'd, he'd gone to L.A. They did not have Stockton. And so it right. was a real bummer of a night to everyone but me. I had the time they of my life. They had that guard who got Jerry Sloan fired. I can't remember his name. He was... There was a time when it was, was it who's the better point guard, oh, Chris right. Paul Darren or Williams? that guard. Darren yeah, Williams. Deron Williams. He Darren loved getting – you know what? He was really – he is going to be all time – he's going to make it in the Hall of Fame as getting the most coaches fired. <laughs> yeah, as worst guy Well, he disappeared, didn't he? He went from being the hottest commodity to like 
Who's Nothing. that? I can't. We can't even remember how to pronounce his first name. I think it's Darren. Duran. Pretty sure it's Duran. Welcome back Duran. to Duran Cast. This What's Darren fucking... Williams doing now? Uh, this has no become Chat Cast, and we should get the heck out of here. Clippers fans, congratulations on a huge, huge doubleheader win. Nobody thought Ooh. we could do it except for us and you, and we knew you were right. Oh, we believe in you, Clipper Nation. We love you, Clippers Nation. Congrats. What a great night. These gutty, nutty wins. Hats off to our superstar, Paul George, best player in the NBA, and hats off to that tenacious bench, bench Luke Kennard, new oh. guy. New guy, Yo, Terrence dude. Mann, oh, Boogie geez. Cousins, Rajon Rondo's Clippers are eight and one when he's suited up. Eight and one, you gotta love it. We are looking good, feeling good. All right, Hank, toot your own horn, sound the horn, toot it all, horn it out. Let's go, Clippers. Toot toot. Ah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. It's a